Reporting from Cisco Security Intelligence Operations, this is the Cyber Risk Report. The Cyber Risk Report is a strategic intelligence product created by Cisco analysts that highlights current security issues in mid- to long-range perspectives. The report addresses various risk management categories, such as vulnerability, physical, legal, trust, identity, human, and geopolitical. This report covers the period from February 24th to March 2nd, 2014. See the Cisco and SourceFire updates from the RSA Conference USA 2014. Details of Cisco and SourceFire events, speakers, and demonstrations are available at the Cisco at RSA Conference website and on the Cisco Security blog. The Cisco 2014 Annual Security Report has been released following months of collaboration between threat researchers and other cybersecurity experts at Cisco and SourceFire. As promised, it provides a warts and all analysis of security news from 2013 and our perspective for the year ahead based on the data collected through Cisco security products and analyzed by our researchers. Multiple Cisco subject matter experts have provided additional detail and insights on the Cisco security blog. For additional information on the annual security report, go to blogs.cisco.com security. Vulnerability activity increased during the period and slightly increased compared to February 2013. The highlight for the period was the Apple OS X security updates. In addition, there were significant security updates for Google Chrome, Juniper Networks, IBM, Symantec, and multiple ICS SCADA products. Apple released security updates correcting multiple vulnerabilities in OS X Lion, Mountain Lion, and Mavericks. While the media reporting focused on the secure transport vulnerability, the security updates included updates for as many as 17 vulnerabilities. Apple no longer supports the Snow Leopard OS X version, which surveys indicate is still being used by 20% of Apple OS X users. Apple also released an update for QuickTime, which corrected multiple vulnerabilities and impacted multiple platforms. Significant security updates were also released for multiple vulnerabilities in Google Chrome, Juniper Networks Security Threat Response Manager, and Symantec Endpoint Protection Manager. IBM released security updates for Platform Symphony Servlet, Infosphere, QRadar, and Rational Focal Point. Red Hat released security updates for JBoss and Ruby Gems. In open source products, vulnerabilities and security updates were released for LibTIFF, OpenLDAP, OpenSSH, OpenSSL, OpenX Plugin, and PostgreSQL. ESET also released a detailed analysis of the OpenSSH backdoor and credential stealer malware named Linux slash eBerry. In ICS SCADA systems, security updates included the GE Prophecy path traversal vulnerability, which has functional exploit code available, as well as updates for Rockwell Aris Logix, Schneider Electric Products, and Siemens RuggedCom. In spam and phishing activity, the latest activity includes campaigns using employment themes. IntelliShield published 211 events last week, which included 134 new events and 77 updated events. These alerts are available via the IntelliShield Alert Manager service. Visit www.cisco.com go slash IntelliShield for more information. In the legal risk management category, Japan and the United States Department of Justice are investigating the recent activity with the Bitcoin exchange Mt. Gox. The Mt. Gox website reportedly came under attack, stopped transactions, and then was apparently shut down. 
Various reports suggest that the attacks on Mt. Gox allowed criminals to steal millions in bitcoins, while other reports suggest that the owners of the site may still be holding millions in bitcoins that belong to their customers, but with the shutdown in place, customers cannot access their accounts. As many businesses and online e-commerce websites are considering allowing and supporting Bitcoin transactions, the latest developments with Mt. Gox raises cause for concern and reconsideration. The Bitcoin markets and values have generally been very volatile, but multiple governments, banking, and commerce organizations have been reviewing the potential of the new currency and its risk, and we're moving toward its more general acceptance. Mt. Gox, which is located in Japan, is under investigation by both Japan and the United States, which could push the Bitcoin markets and general acceptance in either direction, depending on the findings and details. The Bitcoin markets and exchanges continue to be volatile and high risk. In mobile news, one of the hot topics at both the RSA conference and the Mobile World Congress last week were the announcements made by multiple vendors of new high-privacy and security mobile phones marketed as black phones. Some of these phones are already available, while others were announcements of phones soon to be released. While they vary slightly by vendor, these phones are designed to provide high levels of encryption, security, privacy, and identity protection to prevent monitoring, information leaks, and compromise from both an electric and physical perspective. It may be too early in this market development to determine if these high security devices will be widely adopted or only reach a niche market. These developments may be good news for BlackBerry as it attempts to recapture market share and customers in general as other vendors could develop higher security models. While these more secure phones will likely cost more and have higher service costs, those that determine they want the higher level of security might consider these offerings, and of course the criminal groups will likely also be interested in protecting their communications from law enforcement and security intelligence organizations. The phones could also challenge businesses and organizations in monitoring their networks and enforcing their bring-your-own-device policies. Businesses should be proactive and address this developing market by becoming familiar with these devices and consider how they will impact their policies and practices. Finally, in geopolitical news, in February the Turkish government approved a new law weakening the courts and strengthening its ability to censor the Internet, according to a variety of reports. The move angered many Turkish citizens and prompted thousands of protesters to take to the streets of Istanbul, where they were dispersed by police using water cannons and tear gas. Not all English-language reports on the topic agree, so details are difficult to confirm. But under the new law, it appears that law enforcement authorities would be authorized to block websites without a court order. Permission to obtain Internet data would require a court order. In recent weeks, Turkish-language social media has been flooded with leaked recordings and documents purportedly exposing high-level corruption related to the Prime Minister's administration. Laws governing websites and social media in Turkey are already tight, and speech freedoms have been strictly curtailed for years, according to a variety of reports. The law comes amid an intensifying standoff between political rivals in Turkey and during an election year. The new law is seen as an effort to counter the growing influence of Pennsylvania-based cleric Fethullah Gulen, a former political ally turned rival of the Prime Minister. Gulen is said to virtually control the courts and police forces in Turkey, and supporters of Prime Minister Erdogan see the recent corruption revelations implicating him as orchestrated by Gulen. From an information security perspective, 
The intensifying standoff in Turkey merits watching. After a decade of relative political stability and strong economic growth, Turkey appears to be entering a volatile period. Given the role of social media and mobile communications in Turkey's protest flare-up last summer, coupled with Turkey's history of censorship of speech and journalism, it is likely that the government will continue to use Internet controls as a tool in asserting control over protests. Companies with network assets in country may want to consider contingency plans in the event of prolonged outages or in the case of government moves to censor outward-facing websites and content. This concludes the Cyber Risk Report for this week. To read the full report, visit www.cisco.com slash go slash SIO and select the Cyber Risk Reports link. Tune in for next week's report from Cisco Security Intelligence Operations. Thanks for listening, and stay safe.